0: I think it would be quite funny if you just took a bit from, you know, when we just talk pish. Yeah. Like when we're this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We right, can do I, a bit of that. Yeah, and just like, do like a minute of that to like check the mic every yeah. week. And then the, and the musical stuff. Chat. And then the musical stuff. Just like that. I got no count Good afternoon and uh, morning and evening to everyone. That's the that's the three big hitters, isn't it? Yeah, afternoon, evening, morning. Yeah. You got them all. Um, night.
1: Could, could say good night. People, you know, putting this on before they go to sleep. Before they go
0: to sleep, yeah. that would be quite weird. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> if um, you're doing
1: that right now, stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yes, the the point is, you can listen to the record swap whenever you want. The other point is hello. Is hello. <laughs> um, yeah, welcome back to the record swap with me. Daniel Maguire, and him, Ethan Baird. That's me. Uh, We are here on Anchor, as we are every week, but if you want to listen elsewhere, that's fine too. We're on all the big hitters, Um, but with Anchor, if you link Anchor to your Spotify account, then you get some tunes while we are... uh, You do get some tunes. After we've um, given an album some low mark.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, after the two out of ten, Uh, we listen to some music... And then we, we, we start again. That's pretty um, much the way of it. Yeah. Um, if you're yeah. not doing that, then you need to pause the podcast, go and listen to the music, and then come back. It's just
0: the way that it's done. Yeah, that way you know what we're talking about. You have yeah. a reference
1: for it. Otherwise, you're listening to an album review of an album that you don't even know. Mm.
0: And you won't understand. What's the point of that? Won't, you won't understand why we get so upset about it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, hello everyone um, and welcome back. We are this week doing... what's the category called? Uh, it's Nostalgia this week. Nostalgia, that's that? yeah. the word. It's the Nostalgia album this week. Uh, Ethan, you gave me the debut album by Mumford & Sons, which is called Sign No More. Yes, it is. Uh, and I gave you the... Spectacular uh, self-titled album by Avenged Sevenfold. It's called Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, it is. And it's their fourth album and uh, one of their kind of biggest albums, I would say. Yeah. Um. Well, we start there. Yeah, I think just start there. Just, just take it away.
1: Well, before we before we get into it, I'd just like to clarify their name, uh, because you call them Avenged Sevenfold, uh-huh. um, but uh, it's not really the Sevenfold name. that has been avenged. You what know. What are you talking about? But what I'm saying is their, their name is not Avenged Sevenfold because the sevenfold hasn't been avenged. That's not how you say it. The way that you should say it is Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> so, do you think
0: this is have a comma? No, there? just
1: a pause. Just avenged, a pause. Sevenfold. avenged Sevenfold. Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, not Avenged Sevenfold. Do you know what I'm saying? I
0: actually do know what you're saying, but I also think it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's like the beginning of a of a paragraph
1: but I mean it is still avenged sevenfold you know something has been avenged seven times over avenged sevenfold Okay. Uh, and their album sorry that I've gone my whole life (laughs) saying it wrong (laughs) a lot of people have I've actually seen it written down as A7X as well yeah which is quite clever isn't it yeah that is clever Mm. seven times the A Um, (laughs) so this is avenged Sevenfold's album, Avenged Sevenfold, um, and just like all good metal albums, it kicks off with
0: uh, <laughs> oh, something that's not
1: at all related to the rest of the album. However, actually, I thought that when it started, mm-hmm. but I was kind of proved wrong as it yeah, went on. Yeah, yeah, it starts yeah. off with a little Phantom of the Opera organ moment before it uh-huh. kicks off into, into the first few tracks, um, which to me is like, ugh, classic, that, that's never coming back, the organ. And to be fair, the organ doesn't, but stuff Other does, stuff which we will go into in a second. But I mean, this kind of kicks off with three tracks that are pretty straightforward hard rock tracks. I would say there's an influence of metal for sure, but I don't think I would really describe this band as a metal band. Okay. They're, they're not out and out metal, anyway, no. from what I understand metal to be. Mm. Um, like lamb of God for instance yeah metal band yeah this is not metal or at least i don't feel it is it yeah. has that influence Scotland. it has the kind of same driving rhythm the bravage the drums and the and the rhythm guitar but there are other elements in it that that draw it away from from what metal is at its core sure do you agree with that uh, yeah yeah I do agree with that um, it actually does
0: kind of get talked about a lot whether or not they are a metal band and I've got no problem with people calling them a metal band but I've got them people call them a hard rock band either yeah so. they're kind of hard rock that they
1: could i think it's there's an element of a kind of pop punk influence in it as well oh yeah <laughs> and i think anyone who says any otherwise is mental as well um which a i will pop come
0: to punk influence for
1: sure like 100 <laughs> very intrigued by this like i'll come to it okay basically uh we start with uh critical acclaim um which is a it's a bit of an epic track. It like, kind of goes to a yeah. lot of different places and it, and it showcases what the band can do. And I think that these guys know how to write a song. Oh, yeah. like They really they are do. They incredibly Something talented. I've not said about a metal band before and I w- I'm quite out there saying today is that they know how to write a chorus and a melody. And mm. that is catchy, that is... nice. Uh, I don't want to say nice to listen to because... There is still a harsh vocal on it, but nicer to listen to than a lot of the stuff I've given you. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Um, so that was quite nice, nice for me to come to this week. Is yeah. like, you know, melody and um, <laughs> regular rhythms. It was quite nice. <laughs> um, so although, although it does have those metal sounds, um, it does have a, a poppy structure to it, a lot of the songs. Mm. Um, but I. Critical claim definitely showcases what the band are capable of, and and the rest of the album furthers that. I think um, then you get almost easy, which I've been trying to place where I know this song from uh, for ages. Did you play Need for Speed Pro Street? There it is. That's it. There <laughs> it is. I because I I kind of thought it was like I wonder if it's like it was on Guitar Hero or something, but I don't no, remember. No. I don't remember. Button bashing that. Did you like
0: close your eyes and try to visualize which button Which buttons are up? pressing on Expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played I played on Expert guys. Um The, the band the, have been on Guitar Hero, but Yeah. I don't know if almost easy was, but it was definitely on Pro Street. Yeah,
1: and I definitely played that game. Because okay. and then I was like, Oh no, I think it's like a driving game or something that i mm-hmm. played before. Th- there it is. There it Pro is. Pro Street. Not a great game. Um, um It was the follow up to Carbon and Carbon was That's g- the thing. Carbon yeah, was so good. Yeah, Carbon was great. But that's for another podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's almost easy. I'm guessing it was the single off the album. Uh, it was one of the singles. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It which sounds one that came very first. much like a single. Yeah, um, of and it is very good as well. I think it's got a good um, chorus, and I, I'll admit to I've been singing it around the house a little bit. Whoa. Yeah, Check it's been you. it's been in, it's been on the brain. I think it's a good track. Um, I think scream. Like critical claim. Uh, is a good example of what this band are capable of interesting rhythmically and melodically well structured um it has good melodies it's catchy it's interesting the the bit in the chorus where he sings wasting all my time and the the way that the melody goes on the word time <coughs> cough for daniel um <laughs> uh, the way that the melody goes on the word time is just an interesting way of spinning that chord mm-hmm um you go away and listen to the track guys i'm not going to play you that one later because i don't like it that much but I, I think it showcases what they're good at very well and that's just like changing up the melody and mm. making it sound interesting um but i, I don't love the song scream okay um it's not one of my favorites also it it's called scream but he sings scream a lot of the time <laughs> and that kind of annoys yeah, me yeah um,
0: he does do that with a few words actually Yeah. Through, um, well, throughout the, the band's career, though, he just has a certain way of <laughs> just em- puts emphasis on like various places in, yeah. in the words, particularly in like a chorus when it's like a big for like, sure stretches for sure. So
1: as as I say, I think the first three tracks are very much like kind of just exactly what I expected from this album. Yeah, and I kind of thought that we were going to stay in that zone for the rest of the album, and yeah. I, I wasn't that looking forward to it. Boy, was I wrong! Yeah, you are. Um It goes to some very, very strange places from here on, yeah, it. Does. Um, and I think I have to commend them on doing that, on not letting it be a, just another hard rock album that's it mm. out ten at the same track. Mm. They don't do that. They've obviously got ambitions beyond that. They want to create interesting music, and I really, really like that. However, I don't think they always pull it
0: off. I would actually agree with that, yeah.
1: Um, we. First, in, are introduced to a, to a certain theatricality on this album. There is a theatrical on on Gunslinger, this. Uh, which kind of opens with this kind of like storytelling, kind of like guitar moments. It's like a sort of country of ballady, country, yeah. country ballads come up a couple of times, uh, and it, it, it's called Gunslinger. You kind of get the impression that it's about this character that they've created or whatever mm. uh, and, and you get that theatricality coming in from that point unbound continues that there's like this running up and down on the piano that i really love on that track oh, yeah <laughs> right at the start and i think that's great and it, it's just got an interesting sound there's an element of storytelling that comes across in both of these tracks um that that is kind of furthering the the theatre element of it. Brompton cocktails starts to introduce an orchestral sound, a kind mm-hmm. of strings on it. There's some backing vocals on there as well that are kind of like, is it in that track or maybe it's another one? Maybe it's on Unbound. But there's like a there's like a female choir, oh, I gospely think it's, kind so of sounding. I think that's Unbound actually. Is it on okay, Unbound? I think it may be. Um, that, that, you know they're starting to introduce these unusual sounds and I'm like this is kind of great. I w- wasn't expecting this. Yeah. I don't always think it it works no, neither do alongside I. their their hard rock sound, mm. um, but I, I love them for trying stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get lost, and this is the first time in this album that I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I admire this band so much for doing this. Really. But, the auto tune on I, this track is absolutely honking. It's
0: probably. My least favourite Avenged Symbol song across their whole career. Is, is right up there anyway. It's shockingly it is, bad. Yeah, it's bad. And it,
1: just, <laughs> it sounds like it's been produced it by a It doesn't well even I am. sound
0: like a human being.
1: No. That it, song. It, and it's a weird choice, a really, really weird choice. It doesn't fit. But again, I'm like, I commend you for putting doing it on something there different. Yeah, for doing something it's a bit different. It's the Bruno Mars whistle all
0: over again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but like, yeah, totally like, well, I am like. Black I P S Jason Derulo any any like pop artist that you can think of that's used auto stream because they can't sing <laughs> that's what it sounds like yeah it's so bizarre and it's the, it's what the first of a of a couple of what the frick moments I had on this album. um
0: I think I know what the other one is
1: yeah <laughs> I'm gonna talk about that now as well
0: <laughs> am I gonna talk about that now
1: <laughs> yes I am The next track is called A Little Piece
0: of Heaven. Now, I have genuinely got no idea what you're going to think of this song. So, A Little Piece of Heaven is an eight-minute
1: epic, basically. Yeah. Um, That is the combination of all of the theatrical elements we've had so far. It
0: almost feels like the album builds up to this song. It does. It does. It absolutely does. It starts with... like. It's not not the last song, though. It's the second last song. No.
1: Uh, It starts with the, sorry, talking about the album, it starts with the hard rock tracks that kind of like give you an idea of what their sound is. And Mm. then it's kind of slowly inserts these random little elements that maybe don't necessarily fit to their sound, Mm. uh, but like slowly over the course of the next few tracks. And then this could be on, this could be on another album. Oh yeah.
0: It sounds like, like, it sounds like nothing else that they've ever done in their career either.
1: Right. This is this is the song that is that is pop punk, that right, has okay. pop punk written all over it. To me, this sounds like um, Panic at the Disco have written a track <laughs> for a Tim Burton <laughs> animation.
0: Um, <laughs> I definitely get the
1: Tim Burton animation. Like one hundred percent. Even the vocals have are popier, are cleaner. Uh-huh they're not as harsh as they have been they are at times harsh but there is a clean melody yeah in this track as well which we've not really had a huge amount of there's like creepy laugh sound effects yes yeah. there's a whole orchestra behind this <laughs> one that makes it sound like it's been written for a film it's why can i got the tim burtony kind of element of it there's the like backing vocals and this this like um these walking brass instruments <laughs> like a big band and strings and, and male voice choir towards the it's end it's pretty
0: crazy it's if you, like if you'd only ever heard it Almost Easy and you, like you, but you knew that was an Avenged Sevenfold song and felt like oh yeah. they're that band they write kind of good hard rock songs you genuinely wouldn't believe what was coming out of Ethan's mouth just now but <laughs> this song is on there and it is the moment on the album where everyone is just like what on earth yeah. where does this come from
1: I was sitting listening to this album and, and I was kind of like quite intrigued by where they were going with it and like say, I say it all these random little moments that they've had up until this point but even even with that
0: when this track came on I was like what yeah even like, though it kind of builds up to it a little bit you're not expecting this it goes so much further than I thought it would yeah. and it's just it's proper like, so bizarre tim burton broadway
1: yeah type. yeah ex- exactly yeah. that it's like it's been written for broadway it's like it's waiting for the the musical version to come out yeah. based on this song like avenged Sevenfold, the music, the musical, uh, is it's just so strange, and then it ends, Um, I don't think it's great,
0: I don't think it's that good. See, I, I wondered if you were going to be like, I think it's, a, I wondered if you would end up really enjoying the song. I think it's bizarre, I yeah. think it's
1: brilliant, but I don't like it that yeah. much, <laughs> and, but, because it's just so rogue and interesting, yeah. and I have to give him credit for that, yeah. and that's, kind of the way I feel about the whole album um, is that I don't like it that much but like good effort like mm-hmm. good on you for putting yourself out there and, and taking these kind of bold choices and, and not conforming to what your genre is mm-hmm.
0: um, it's a very strange album because none of their other albums there's always experimentation um, like on the previous album there was like a song that had these almost like Spanish sounding acoustic guitars playing off each other and you were yeah. like where does that come from um and the following albums got like um kind of like like slower kind of more like piano stuff and across the whole career they have experimented with different things but this album and i think now i've listened to this album in full for a little while and i think now knowing where they've gone since and listened to the three albums since and going back to this album with a, a greater understanding of a the band and b just kind of music in general as mm-hmm. opposed to when i first listened to it i even I this week have been like shocked I'm like oh my goodness I forgot like how mental like the second half in particular of this album is like it sounds like five songs by five different bands the last like half of this album
1: because I mean following this this eight minute epic that we have Mm -hmm. is just a full blown country and western ballad yeah (laughs) Um, to wrap up the album and that was the third moment because after having that experience, <laughs> experiencing that song, and then it just being like, oh, we'll just have a nice chilled out country and western ball. And oh, it's like full on country as well. It's it not is. like, oh, a little country influence. It's like, just, it sounds like it's on a country album. Yeah. And it's so strange. And I, again, I don't like it that much because I think country and western has been done a lot better by country western bands than it has been done by Avenged If you're looking for
0: country music, you tend not to go for Avenged Sevenfold. sevenfold,
1: Yeah. Um, So that was just another kind of what on earth moment to to I actually do like that song though.
0: I think it's, yeah. Dear God. I I think it's,
1: as an album, it's pretty good. I just don't really like like it that much. And I think (laughs) the reasons that I don't like it are the same reasons that I don't like metal as a genre that much. The the harshness of the vocals at some times I think is to the detriment of the song because mm-hmm. the melodies are so good that when they're not performed well and, and it kind of feels like they're not being performed well because he's opted for the harsh sound mm. something that you know that he's capable of dropping as well because you hear it at other points in the album yeah Um, I think because he's opted for that vocal it, it kind of Bring some of the songs down a little bit because the melodies could be so good if they had this like soaring vo- tenor vocal on it, I think would actually really work really well. Um, but they don't have that. The other thing is the whiny guitar, man. Oh, I we've, knew you didn't like we've whiny spoken guitar. about whiny guitar before. I don't think we've actually spoken about it on the podcast, or at least not for a long time. Um, whiny guitar to me is the most boring <laughs> way you can play a guitar because it It sounds like a whiny guitar, and it it has been done by hundreds of bands before But The about
0: guitar playing on this album is sensational
1: doesn't matter, <laughs> like yeah, fair enough, they're obviously a very accomplished musician, whoever is playing the guitar yeah um but the the sound that they were creating is boring. it's been done before. I'm not interested in hearing it. You again. just
0: don't like, you don't like a guitar solo. It's not that
1: I don't like a guitar solo. It's that I like something to sound like it's theirs. I want it to sound like it belongs to Avenged yeah. Simfold and it doesn't. It belongs to the genre and that's fine. It just doesn't do anything for me. I find it really annoying and it, it's, it's, it, it's throughout the whole album. Not the whole album. More, it's more heavily in the first half of this album, mm. because as it ten- it goes off somewhere else, it, it doesn't come in as much. But I just think it's really dull, to be honest. Which wow. is the, exactly the opposite of the way that it sounds. It sounds like quite fresh and interesting, but but because it's been done so much by so many yeah. different people, it's no longer fresh and interesting.
0: I know quite a few people that don't really like guitar solos, to be honest. Yeah.
1: But but like I say, it's not it's not the solo element of it. I don't mind someone going off and giving a lick on the guitar. Mm. It's just that. The way that it's been produced, the way the effects they've right. chosen to put on the guitar, I've heard a million times. I don't, yeah. I don't need that solo again. It sounds like it could be any solo. Yeah. You know, from any other band, that have decided to affect their guitar. But that way. other
0: bands' solos aren't as good as Avenged Well, you may think that,
1: <laughs> um, that and that's always going to be a problem for me. I'm never going to like
0: that. Yeah. Um, I the the drummer on this album, sadly now passed away. I heard that. The I did, drumming is, I did that? Yeah, is phenomenal on this album. Well, I, I the was drumming like, very good, yeah. playing. I played drums in high school, and the Rev, who was the drummer on this album, uh, this was his last sevenfold album. Um, I, I, he was like one of the drummers that I looked uh-huh. up to because he's got like this really kind of quite particular style as well.
1: They've all got he's weird amazing. names on this on this
0: band. Yeah, they anyway. do have um pseudonym stage names. Yeah. On this, and they're, they're not just, they're again, not great. They're not great names. Yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> your favorite, like, uh, your favorite band. Um we had a pop at them for that hollywood undead oh god
1: <laughs> um i i think though with this band i, I kind of get the stage names because of the, the well i mean i've only listened to this one album but the, the theatrical elements of it make me think yeah that i kind of get that why they do that yeah or that seems to tie into their whole thing for me and i'm, I'm fine with it but um they are cringy names
0: other than bad names the um, lead singer is called m shadows yeah, that was that's not the
1: worst one though. What was the other ones?
0: Uh, Zaki Vengeance. Zaki
1: <laughs> it Vengeance. It's like, oh, you've, you've obviously picked a name that you thought was really cool. That's, yeah. I'm sorry, they, I'm sorry, Zaki. It's not cool. I have
0: a, I have one of their DVDs and they are quite funny about it because they're like, they look back on it and they were like, we kind of knew that we were snotty kids and like, everyone was going to hate us so we kind of made the names just, just new people would hate us even more uh, I think that's covering but <laughs> we'll see <laughs>
1: um, so to wrap it up um, I think there's amazing variety diversity bravery on this album mm. for sure I don't think they always peel it off I think when they do peel it off it's really good um, but the, the, the band's core sound is one that I don't like that much yeah. and it's why I'm not engaging with this album as fully as, as I might. have. If, if I was into the genre, then I think I would probably really get on yeah. board with this and um, could totally get why you like it as well for those reasons. Um, the vocals, I find a bit inconsistent. I would like them to be cleaner, not just because I think I prefer clean vocals, but I think it would actually help some of the songs. Uh, um, I think why I guitar again is, is a negative. I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 because I think what? well, I think it's a 5 out of 10 review I've just given it, I think
0: yeah, it's not quite a 6
1: because 6 implies that I enjoyed it
0: right, okay did and you not I, enjoy it though?
1: no, I was just surprised by it Okay. I was interested <laughs> in it I don't think I enjoyed it at, okay. any, at any point at some moments I did
0: it is did. a weird it's album it is weird, it is weird, it's yeah. weird. But for good reasons, and none of their other albums sound like it. And uh, there's a lot of uh, Edge fans that are that don't like this album.
1: Yeah, no, I could probably get that as well. Which I think is, again, we've talked about this before. We talk spoke about this for Bremian Horizon. Oh yeah. Don't, don't don't hate people for doing something different. Yeah. Don't even if if you're a fan of them, like support their choices. Fair enough, disagree with them, but don't don't hate them for it. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that's a I'm lot not sure of, anyone like hates this. No, I don't think it's quite album. as as stark as and what The Horizon have done as well. They've got worse albums than this. So. Yeah. Uh, so
1: yeah, and we're gonna listen to a track now. Um, I don't really want to play almost easy because yeah, it doesn't boring. really. Yeah, it's just a banger, isn't it? I'm gonna play Unbound. Okay. Um, uh, because it's got that fun piano riff that I quite like on I it. Like so listen out for that. It's in the first couple of minutes of the song. Um, uh, and also listen out for the Rogue, like backing vocals that sound a bit out of place. And this, I feel like, showcases the, the theatricality of the album without going, <laughs> without listening to eight minutes of it. Um, <laughs> this is Unbound from the album Avenged Sevenfold by the band Avenged Sevenfold. Enjoy, people. So that there was Unbound. I forgot to mention the subtitle in brackets next. It does have The Wild Ride yeah. next to it. Yeah, so I don't know if you feel like you've been on a wild ride whilst listening to that track. Um if you do then they've nailed it basically. Yeah. Um uh, listening to it there where you do feel like that it showcases quite a lot of the weirdness of this album. <laughs> like the whole last verse sung by like this child. Yeah. Random. The
0: only thing it doesn't have is like the random um country elements that Yeah, there's
1: up. no random country elements on there, but there is, you know, the weird backing vocals and orchestralness and child singing. Um. So yeah, that that is what the second half of the album kind of sounds like. The first half of the album is more clean cut and is more hard yeah. rock. Um, and I would actually say that if you're into that, go and listen to it. Um, if you haven't already. Yeah. Could do um, because although I didn't like it that much, if you're into that, then
0: you will probably like it. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Full on nostalgia, though. Yeah. Which reminds me of like, getting a mad kill streak in college. You know?
1: <laughs> Fair play. Fair play. Uh, so we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about the album that I gave you this week. Yeah, which you, was the, the the very first album. The very first album from not ever,
0: just but, the album.
1: first album of all time. Uh, the first album by Mumford and Sons.
0: Yeah, uh, it's called sign No More." I mm. never really listened to Mumford and Sons. I know who they are. That does not surprise because me at they all. They are a massive household name. They are, um, yeah, particularly in the UK. Um, I think they, they're not like Headline Glastonbury I'm yeah sure. they have I think Um and they've won like a Brit Award and been nominated for Grammys and Mercury Award and stuff like that yeah it, this is a, a serious name for sure and it from the little uh, little bit of research I've done this week not a lot I've got to confess I haven't listened to this album all that much mm. not as much as I normally would do just because I've found myself being busy um I've only managed to get three lessons in, like the amateur that I am. But uh, hopefully, I picked up enough in those three lessons. It's not the most, like diverse album. There's not like no. a whole lot going on. So I agree. Um, in terms of like going different places, um, but it seems like from the bit of research that I've done that. Everybody thinks this is their best album. Yep, yeah, pr- I've even seen much. a couple of suggestions that say this is perhaps the only good from the Sons album. Which I wonder if that was maybe harsh.
1: That's harsh. I think. Right. I think they've just, since um, this album has been released, they have very much moved away from the sound. Yeah, I did kind of wonder why. Has I have no idea why the second and album. I no, I just was... mean like
0: why people didn't like.
1: Oh right. Okay. Well, that's that's why. Right. The the first album is is as you will have heard, it kind of has a folksy influence. Oh, yeah. Um, It's very much pop music, but with, you know, banjos and double bass and stuff. And it has a folksy influence for sure. And that element of it, the thing that made them really interesting, which is that, I think, mm. um, has fallen to the wayside. The second album was like that, but less so. The third album had almost none of that on it at all. Okay. It was just a kind of indie rock album. and Yeah, okay was really boring to be honest really? yeah wow. and I, I didn't like it that much they brought out a fourth sense which I think is a bit better but again I'm, I've kind of lost interest in them oh uh, wow I've seen them live you can them uh, I saw them live after their third album after the boring album oh the boring um, album And they, they, they play played... boring songs from the boring album? they played like two they played all the hits
0: from, Oh, like the first two albums that's always telling when you go and see a band how many songs they play off the most recent album mm-hmm. and you can pretty much always gauge how I mean, the album's coming I mean, down. I'm glad they did. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, for sure.
1: From an audience perspective, but...
0: You don't want to sit and listen to the boring album. No, it's boring. Not at all. It's boring. <laughs> um, well, I won't be listening to that. Today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this album, uh, as you've rightly touched on there, is, uh, it's yeah, like a folky pop album. It's like indie and indie vibes and pop vibes, but it's kind of a folk album, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a a contemporary-sounding folk album. Yes. Um, with, like, yeah, with kind of big pop hooks. I think, to touch on, on that straight away, there's a lot of... Um, something that I like, as we've discussed every week, there's a lot of um, heart in the vocals. Oh, yeah. Um, it, they sound like... There's a lot of feeling throughout the whole album, I think. This sounds like a band that... Um, Sounds like a band that really enjoy playing music. Does yeah,
1: that sound like a, yeah. That's I would say it's very fair. Um, just, They're passionate for sure. Yeah,
0: I. This sounds like the kind of band who, before they maybe found each other and, and started to write their own music, probably loved just as much like playing in, in pubs and clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just sound. They sound very real. That sounds yeah. like a kind of like kind of thing to say. Oh, it sounds so real, but it it does. Um, I think the album is it's pretty well written um there's a really good uh like it's kind of quiet loud dynamic throughout i think the album ebbs and flows really nicely in terms of dynamics from start to finish it gets really like um like fast paced and upbeat but like when the banjo starts to come in and it gets all like twiddly on the, (laughs) the banjo and it starts to get like uh like you can imagine a sort of like barn dance going on at the For same sure, time yeah. but then in the blink of an eye they'll bring it all back down into something that you're like oh this is like quite quite sad and mm. like a quite like emotional song and I but I never think that that's too oh door opening there oh, special yeah. guest um, I never think that it sounds that that change sounds stark or jarring I uh-huh. think it always sounds like like say that it ebbs and flows nicely that it um yeah, just that they know kind of when to, to push and pull on yeah. the, on the pace Yeah, the, I agree. kind of dynamics of the album. Um, I think guitar wise there's a lot of a lot of impressive guitar work on the album. Um, some of like the picking patterns are really like super fast. Um a bit like a Sinister Gates and Zacky Vengeance there. Um Sinister <laughs> so the Gates, that was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> He's the main one actually. Anyway, we're done. Sinister so Gates. <laughs> um and yeah on both guitar and banjo. Uh, I think the playing throughout is pretty good I think that they they build to like these big anthemic moments quite well there's a lot of like crescendos in the mm-hmm, album mm-hmm. and then they'll they, uh, they usually I started to feel about midway through this album but then it did change but at the midway point I kind of felt like I thought this was a little bit predictable kind of mm-hmm. felt like every song was just building up. And it would be like, it's guitar. And then once the banjo comes in, you're like, oh, here we go. And the, the tempo just picks up a little bit. And then they would do like a big anthemic chorus and like, da, da 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 And then it would come down and be like, do, do, do And it would be like kind of slower and sadder. And I started to get a bit bored of that just because I could kind of predict that it was coming. But then I think they would do. I think the second half of this album is so much better than the first album. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the best run to talk about some individual tracks. I think the best run on the album is um, uh, White Blank Page into I Gave You All into Little Lion Man. Little Lion Man is the big single of this album.
1: That's the track that people know. I I mean, there's a few tracks that people know off this. Yeah. Little Lion Man and uh, The Cave. The Cave is the other
0: one that I knew, so I I knew two of them. Little Lion Man, even if you don't recognise that name, you will recognise the song. Um, It's got a good swear word in it i now I'm a child and I like swearing in <laughs> music but I like when swearing music sounds like it's merited yeah and i think there's a really good use of of the f word yeah in, in little lion man um and it's so again it just sounds like there's there's a bit of kind of heart and a bit of push to it yes yeah, i think
1: something that that comes up a lot in music and theatre and film and stuff is Swearing, that is just poorly done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If if it's not merited, if it doesn't have the feeling and the and the actual need to be in there, yeah, it's just annoying. It's lazy. And it sounds. It's, la- it's lazy tell. writing as well. Yeah. Sometimes
0: you get so many bands that just. They swear in the verse, and you're like, "Oh, all that tells me is that you couldn't think of another one syllable word." To be yeah. in there <laughs>
1: <laughs> But the, these guys, you you really mean it. Yeah. I really mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really
0: heartfelt. Um, And then I think that the, kind of, the album was on and there's kind of a nice darkness to the song Thistle and Weeds, which Ooh. might be my favourite song on the album. I actually. love that track. Do you yeah. know what that reminds me of? An album that we both love, uh, Ethan. It reminds me of A Black Mile to the Surface by Manchester Orchestra. Yeah, that song. yeah actually. I mean, this came first, obviously, by quite some distance, but there's, a, there's like an orchestral feel to it, just like ever so slightly. Like the there's a build on that song but it builds differently where it was building before when it was just kind of getting like faster and the banjo would come in and sound more and more like a barn dance the build on this is more atmospheric and there's just a slight kind of orchestral feel to yeah, it yeah that um, the
1: the piano line as it builds up mm-hmm. where he's like just like playing all the chords really broken up and stuff as, yeah. as it rises up is I think just fantastic yeah 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 so it's, good it's a good song um, it's a really hard moment to describe go and listen to the track the weird piano bit as it yeah. kind of builds you'll know what I mean spoiler when you
0: alert it. it is the song I'm going to play so you'll get I think that there's like I actually didn't think the vocals were amazing on the album I don't think there's like a huge amount of diversity to them but there is and this is something that I talk about all the time About I always talk about how music needs attitude you can get away with being you know, not technically the greatest singer in the world, mm-hmm. if there's attitude there. Yeah. And I think there is. And I think there's a good use of like harmonies as well on this album, actually. Yeah. Um there's a lot of just harring on this album. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, uh,
1: if you've listened to it, they just use use the word har like H A R um a lot. Yeah. Basically. And just like do these like nice harmonic moments just by going har 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 har." (laughs) not really saying anything but just making noises and it's it's great (laughs) and i've
0: got to be honest i don't have a lot to say about this album in a weird way In a kind of you don't have anything bad i don't have a lot of negatives really i don't really have any real negatives i i didn't ever fall in love with this album emotionally like it didn't do an awful lot for me although i can identify that a lot of people will feel very, very attached to this album. Mm-hmm. And I can identify this a good album. I don't, I don't love it. I might not even go back to it, barring, you know, one or two songs maybe. Um, but I don't have an awful lot of bad things to say about it. It doesn't really, it just kind of does, well, I think to say it does a thing and does it well is, is probably harsh. I think it does do more than one thing we've touched about, touched on like, um, some of the more fun songs that come early on in the album and then like a darker one like Thistle and Weeds and there's some emotional ones, um, Little Lion Man actually has kind of is a good example of the there's like um it's kind of a, an almost tragic song mm-hmm. but it sounds upbeat um and yeah it sounds like a song that would get sung by 80,000 people at the top of their voice at a festival for sure um in a joyful way even though it's not really a joyful song it's it's quite yeah, a tragic song, yeah um and yeah I just I think this album is is quite good. That's. I mean, do you know what? I'm... You know what? That is. That is more than you usually give me. Yeah, I'll take quite good. The review usually goes if you're tuning in for the first time. I'll say <laughs> like I'll build I'll kind of say a lot of positives, and then there'll be a but, and there'll be something, something laced throughout the whole album that I will strongly dislike. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't have that this week. I just think this is a a. A solid band that are clearly good uh good songwriters good musicians and they've written a a really heartfelt album i'm a bit scared to go and listen to future albums I'm, i feel like i might never do that just because i know it yeah never get better I, than this. and you know
1: it's a real shame as well because i love this album yeah i think the second album is annoyingly more of the same which right, i really okay. i really hate my uh, all for bands maintaining their character maintaining what they're all about and their sound yeah. and stuff like that but go and don't just give me another album
0: it's about finding the balance yeah it? the balance between sounding like you but also developing
1: fresh. your sound yeah. somewhat it, fair enough you don't want to do that then don't do that but I'm going to like you a bit less for it um, <laughs> <laughs> um and then and then they they went complete opposite with the third album and totally changed their sound yeah I mean it's still identifiable as them because i think Marcus Mumford has a very you know He's got quite a distinct voice distinct yeah. voice he sounds like Marcus Mumford um but the, the and the songs are good but they're just it's not Mumford and Sons anymore wow. i think they could have called it they could have almost started a new band right. and it, it would have been more like okay this is something completely new yeah not it's not mum it's not mumford and sons anymore
0: so the as the folky element that's kind of gone is almost it? completely gone
1: oh, um dis- and that's like that's their folk iconic album. thing. That's like, their thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what's funny as well is that they're not like folksy type people. They're no. all like city boys, posh Londoners. Like yeah. And they don't sound like it on the first album, um, but they're they're not like country folks. Yeah, they do. They just sound like it. Um, I, I know. Yeah. I know. And I, they do it very well. I think they they found a niche in pop music that that really worked for them. For for an album, album and a half, yeah, I'd say, and then and then they obviously wanted to change it up and do something different, and I kind of wish they'd done it under a just under a different name or like yeah. you know just or, or kept some of what made them them yeah. into that, and they don't really do that, which is a shame.
0: Yeah, that no, that does sound like a shame. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this um. Okay, this is kind of the the end of the review. Really, I, I really don't have yeah. much more to say on it. Um, the album, the song that we're going to listen to is uh, is Thistle weeds because I think it's good. Um, well, it's as good a reason as any to listen to a song because it's good. <laughs> um, Mark wise, I'll give it a six out of ten. Yeah. Um. Although I don't think a seven would be totally out of the question, but I will give it a six. Are we? Ha- are we talking about a strong six here? Talking about a, yeah, I think it's a strong oh, six. Oh, it's
1: been a while since we've got a strong six. We used six. to love a strong six. Oh, yeah. Now, That's before we got too harsh with each now other. Now if we get over five, it's like <laughs> party time. It was like, I didn't really want to hurt your feelings, so I'm going to give it a strong six. Now yeah. it's more like...
0: I will hurt your feelings. Why do you give me this one out of ten? You hurt my feelings by hurting my eardrums this <laughs> week, so... Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. And, and I can understand this is a nostalgia album as well, because... It, I can understand like gravitating towards this album at a certain time oh and yeah because this high school and all over it yeah because mm-hmm. of the the emotion on this album it's, it's going to be quite easy to to get attached to that yeah I think when an album is emotional you can get attached to any album but when there's an emotion on it it can really that album can really bring you back to that period in time for sure for sure and it definitely does yeah alright so Thistle and Weeds Thistle and Weeds is the song that we yeah, we're going to go for from Sinomor, Sinomor, yeah. Uh,
1: by Manfred and Sons enjoy.
0: All right, that was Thistle and Weeds by Mumford and Sons. I should point out I mentioned um briefly there that I wasn't like huge on the vocal delivery on the album. I think I didn't just dis- I don't dislike it, but I just thought it was like okay. I think the vocals on that song though are really great. Yeah. Um and there's a real um, uh, just a kind of like a vulnerability to the vocal mm-hmm. on that. Song which adds to the kind of darkness. Yeah. While
1: like. well, we were listening to that, we used the word frailty. Yeah. You said to, the frailty, o- to the opening yeah, of, the, good, uh, of the of the that song, and it develops into this like
0: kind of soaring like yallery moment at the end. But, yeah. Um, and yeah. Ethan did a rendition as well, a vocal rendition of the uh, piano part he was <laughs> he was talking about. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, the,
1: the the piano part I was talking about before, where, where just like as it builds up, I did it like a kind of. How finish. does it go? I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> okay. <Yeah. laughs> It kind of goes, <laughs> you know, <and> like, <laughs> it doesn't work if you don't see me doing the thing with my hands. He's doing actions. I'm now doing, doing actions. <sighs> Guys, this is a podcast. It's not a visual art
0: form, okay? Wait, we'll, uh, we'll start filming it one day and then, yeah, uh, exactly. Um, anyway, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> Thistle the leads by Mumford and Sons, and I think that album is, is pretty good, and you should you, go. You said quite good before, and you've developed pretty good. Is that different to quite good? I feel like pretty good is better than quite good. It's pretty level. It's quite good and pretty good. Is, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, it's about how you say quite good though, because you can go quite good or you can go yeah quite good. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it's all in the delivery, isn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, I think the album is is decent, and you should go and listen to it. It's called "Sign No More" and it's by Mumford and Sons. Uh, right after you've done with Avenged Sevenfold's classic self-titled fourth album, mm-hmm. the White Album, the White Album, mm-hmm. as it gets referred to as and uh, do do go and listen to the albums that's the whole blooming point we're yeah. out here to discover music together don't
1: come and listen to 45 minutes of podcast and then not go and listen to the album yeah. like,
0: what are you doing and I mean don't stop now, listening to us because we like it when you listen to us we do like that yeah um, we've now given you 28 albums across oh series God. 1 and 2 that's rogue yeah you're bound to like one of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, even we've liked some of them. Yeah, even we've liked at least one each that we've given each other. Um, anyway, time to discuss next week. That was nostalgia. Uh, do you feel nostalgic? Yeah. I feel. I do feel nostalgic. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Well, next maybe.
1: week um, when we started talking about season two, we had a little session where we were talking about like, what are all the different kinds of album that you can have? Different categories. Um, different, categories different, 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 different categories. Different things. And we thought, oh, a classic thing that people always say is it is the driving album, like an album that's good to drive to. Yeah. Now, Daniel, do you drive? we looked at each other and we went, <laughs> but <laughs> we don't drive. We don't drive. <laughs> I never drive. But that doesn't mean that we can't, you know, get the ox in the car and think, I want to drive along whilst you drive, friend, um, and we're going to listen to this because your hands are on the wheel,
0: my hands are on the iPod. Yeah, so. you should stay safe and I should pick the music. Yeah. You just so keep us on the road.
1: We're going to listen to, this week, the Passenger album. Yeah. Yeah, it's not kind an album of, by Passenger because I don't like him that
0: much. But the Passenger album. I don't know what that means. I know yeah. the Passenger is uh, is a Deftone song and one of the probably greatest songs ever composed. Whoa! And features the greatest uh, vocal guest I've ever heard on a song. Ever. Wow. Um, maybe you'll get that album one day. Maybe. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm not going to talk about that. we will the Passenger
1: album next week. Uh, what have you got for me? Uh,
0: I am going to give you. I want to give you an album that's like, like quite fun and like not fun but like not metal i'm not gonna punish you for both like week in a row <laughs> god oh. um i yeah i was kind of like leaning toward more pop punk stuff for this mm-hmm. um like a kind of windows down sun shining sing along oh yes yeah Are you excited i'm really uh And I'm going to give you a new album as well. This band have one album out. It came out at the tail end of 2018. Was it the tail end of 2018? Anyway, it was 2018. So they are a new band. They have one album out. The album is called Schmaltz. Schmaltz? And the band are called Spanish Love Songs. Spanish Love Songs. And their debut album, Schmaltz. Schmaltz is spelt S-C-H-M-A-L-T-Z. Yeah, there you go. Schmals by Spanish love songs. All right, cool. Enjoy it. I will. Hopefully, well, you hope so. I'll, I'll try.
1: Uh, <laughs> I I'm not going for a for a Windows dancing along, but more of like, mm. more of like a long drive to somewhere. You need to put on an album on that you just really like, and it's just, it's just good. It's got quite good rhythm
0: to it. And and, okay, you can get invested. We've in. got different takes in the passenger <laughs> album. I think
1: you're, you're going on a road trip, whereas I'm more going yeah. on a, I need to get somewhere. Yeah, I'm like
0: adolescent, like, let's drive away with no yeah. money.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not doing that this yeah. week. It's uh, more so sensible road trip.
0: Yes, a more conservative trip. A more, road trip. let's go from A to B. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, whilst listening to some absolute tunes. <laughs> uh, I'm also giving you a new album this week. Love it. Um, I had quite a hard time narrowing this down, but... We're gonna go for the latest album from um, indie sensations. Oh wow, Falls. Falls. Oh, I've, I've heard, heard Foles. of Falls. You'll have heard of Falls. You probably will have heard a couple of Falls tracks in your time. Okay. Uh, probably not of the most recent album It only came out a month or so ago. Okay. A couple of months. Give ago me a chance. Now. I probably I wouldn't have thought that you would have heard anything. Okay. From this album, but you probably have heard their song before. Uh, the album is called Part 1 so, Everything Not Saved so, Will Be Lost Oh wow That's so, the whole This the is the
0: This is the latest one sorry, The latest the one, one. Right. Yeah. Part called,
1: 1 Everything Not Saved Will Be Lost Oh Well I'll, I'll save it then um, So, so yeah it. Do that Falls Part 1 <laughs> Everything
0: Not Saved <laughs> Will Be Lost Thank you for that I'm sure I'll find it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um and apparently there's going to be more parts They're calling it part one I hope
1: so because yeah. it's bloody
0: good Oh right, okay Yeah All right Easy Yeah, sorry <laughs> I used to use the B word there <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will listen to that And we shall reconvene in one week As we do uh, And we will uh, talk about whether or not We think these albums are any blooming good Oh, you said blooming Yeah, no, yeah. Not i should use the word
1: bloomin'. I'm going to say bloody Jeez Sorry Sorry mum Um cool, thanks for listening you can find us online Uh, let us know what you think of the albums this week let us know what you think of our chat uh, because that's what we're doing Uh, find us on Facebook just look for The Record Swap find us on Twitter at The Record Swap and on Instagram at The Record Swap Pod Yeah. Um, let us know what you think we love to hear from you we do Uh, and sometimes we'll even reply Yeah. Uh, so (laughs) thanks for listening see you next week adios love you Bye.